cannot play God, then wash your hands of the things that you've created. Sooner or later, the day comes when you can't hide from the things that you've done anymore. Do, I, do you want me to start by saying welcome back? Probably should do that. Something like that. He's going to use this against us, mm. this piece of mm. recording. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back to another episode of Beards, Beats and Battlestar Galactica, where we, Lisa and Malia, take you through an episode by episode of Battlestar Galactica. Very good. And we released our first two podcasts this week, which was horrifying and <laughs> fantastic. And we've got some really cool feedback, which is great. We have. So many yeah. fans came out of the woodwork. Yeah. I never knew there were so many other nerds out there like me. Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> I think as you get older, you um, you realize like more and more that like so many people in your friendship group love those nerdy things that you've mm-hmm. never really spoken about before. And I've had the same like response as well. Like a lot of people being like, oh my God, I love that show. I'm going to listen to it immediately. So very exciting yeah no it's awesome and lisa i believe you have some news to share with us about uh moving into a different decade of your life a different decade so i turned 30 this week which was pretty exciting so um i'm glad i had my first um um child if you will in terms of this podcast before i turned 30 (laughs) hitting all Um, those demographics yeah absolutely so um yeah i've heard that post 30 there are a lot of um infertility uh advertising on Um, facebook i'm already getting those oh really i get maybe it's because you're in a a couple yeah maybe i get the infertility (laughs) ads and i get the contraception ads and then I also get the like pregnancy test ads so it's just a whole mess yeah really. obviously your algorithms are different from my <laughs> algorithms <laughs> yes. exactly. but no no infertility testing yet I'll let you know we can do it we can do a count of that as well how many that I get but um <laughs> we'll add it to the frack we'll count. add it to the frack count yeah. list yeah <laughs> <laughs> well what did you um what do you think about this episode lady um, yeah, I thought it was really good. I, I mean, that sounds like a really <laughs> thing to keep saying. It's excellent. Um, of course it is. Um, maybe, probably not. Every episode's going to be like that. <laughs> no, but so far, be. so good. Um, no, it was really good. It was really engaging um, from the very, like, very, very start. Um, and yeah, I really liked it. I thought it had hmm. some really interesting themes. Um, I was sort of happy. I felt like after the um, miniseries and the first episode that I... Um, was going to see religion like mm. very heavily in every episode mm-hmm. and that I would have it as a theme for every time, but it's not even on my list of uh, themes. This I probably time, set so your good. expectations really low with that too. Cause yeah. I was like, watch out. It's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I was really worried. It would be the same themes every episode. And I was really happy to see that I could pull out some different stuff. So yeah, it was really good. Yeah. I really want to watch the next one. And we've had a little bit of time between recording. So it's been crazy. I've just been like, I've binged two TV shows since um, we last saw each other. Um, because I've, I've moved been house. procrastinating. Yeah, exactly. It's been <laughs> a big couple of weeks, now. guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, lots of news. Um, yeah, all hmm. the things. Um, I should mention as well that this is episode one of season, episode three of season one. And it's two? called... Episode two. Of we got fact one. checks. It we got totally fact checks. is. There's, see, can you tell that I moved house last week? It's episode <laughs> two of season one, and it's called Water. Um, sticking with that one title, you know, headline. I I have to say, like, I didn't enjoy this episode as much as the first episode. I think that's just because the first episode is a really strong series opener, and the pace is, um, I think, better. Um, it moves along the writing kind of every scene just moves like propels that story along um, but they still had a good pace and I think we see here more of the uh, more of this kind of day-to-day survival um, mm. that the show is ultimately interested in like how do you let how does the civilization function when all the norms of and expectations of what that civilization is going to be 
don't exist anymore in terms of like your your home's destroyed you don't Mm. know where you're going to live um and i think it kind of deepens how it looks at that from this episode um i kind of like that i felt like it really started out um showing that everyday stuff Mm. like with the um reaching for the alcohol Mm -hmm. and talking about through like ptsd and Mm -hmm. whatnot and um, I kind of like that, but I'm very like a character development mm-hmm. heavy person. So yeah, awesome. it was good. I yeah. liked it. Awesome. Well, we're gonna um, we're gonna talk through the beat by beat. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll go through the main kind of breakdown of this episode and and what you know all the different parts that we liked and how they fit together. Mm. Um, and then we might talk about themes, um, yeah. overarching themes from the episode, and any kind of stray observations yeah absolutely and i think we had a bit of feedback which we're going to try and take feedback on board so if you've got any feedback we'd love to hear it yes please. um and uh that was sort of to i guess address things um that we're going to explore more at the end of the episode at the um kind of as we go on through the beat by beat so we're going to try and incorporate mm-hmm. that in and mm-hmm. and yeah so yeah keep up um, i've been really happy with all the feedback so and kind of some little friendships developing with other podcasts, which is fun. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, keep reaching out. It's great. Yeah, keep reaching out. Um, leave us a review or a rating if you can on iTunes. That really helps um, get the word out there. Um, but anyway, we'll, we'll come back to all of that. At the end. <laughs> Walking, yeah. Um, so, yeah, Water, season, uh, season one, episode two. This episode was um, directed by Marita Grab. Grabiak. I hope I'm saying that right. If not, I'm sorry, Marita. Um, and it was written by showrunner Ronald D. Moore. Um, and I think it's it's good to kind of point out as we start doing this beat by beat, um, this is the first time, you know, there's a female director um, for the show, but we're only second episode in. So it's mm. actually really great by a lot of <laughs> TV uh, production standpoints, which is cool. Um, and the other thing that I kind of noted from the get-go, and I'm not sure you might actually be able to correct me with this, Lisa, is this the first time we see the Cylon text at the beginning of the episode? So there's like this this content at the beginning. Maybe I'm just forgetting this from last week because we have had a little bit of a break where it kind of says, you know, there were Cylons, like they came up and rebelled. Um, they, they can take human form. And then mm. I always remember the last line, which is like, there are many copies. Like, it's yeah, really I think like it's the ominous. first time. Yeah, it is. Um, I think it is the first time. I don't remember that in the first no. episode. I think it was a bit different yeah um it reminded me of um oh no i can't think of it (laughs) it it reminded me of another kind of thing like that the music and everything Mm. um really reminded me of another show that does a similar thing oh the 4400 um they have that same really like epic beginning like the yeah it's really like it's like anxious yeah so it reminded me of the 4400 and so i think yeah. i would have remembered it if last time yeah it was yeah because kind of i feel like scene. i feel like they brought in the you know how we were talking about the really slow very mm. serious opening credits last week yeah but then this week you know they had they have like two opening credits they have like the hard opening where it's like blah blah there were silence they were they rebelled there are many copies and then like a few minutes later they have the actual um somber opening and then mm. the flash forward yeah which it's was, like they just yeah. They're just Can't over, overindulging. Can't get enough. Just a lot of openings. <laughs> yes. Um, it's a good thing it's not a shorter show. Yes, exactly. Of time. Um, yeah, in between those two openings, we, we opened with a scene with Boomer, who's um, dripping wet. She's confused. She's kind of disorientated. Um, and she opens up her bag to pull out a towel and her uniform and finds a bomb in her bag. Yeah. Did you think that she was looking at the name of her uniform? Yeah, she looks at the tag and As it says she... Sharon Valeri. Yeah. And she's kind of like, ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't know if that was like, 
I was so confused as to whether or not she actually knew who she was mm-hmm. in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I watched it again and I was like, I don't know what's going on. I'm... I don't think we're meant to though. No. And I, what I liked about this episode mm. was like there's the boomer plot line was the most interesting to me. Um, and I liked that throughout the episode, we're not really sure whether she a knows what's going on and mm. is like acting B she doesn't know what's going on. Um, like, you know, and doesn't think anything of it. It's just completely confused or C like doesn't know what's going on. Thinks that she might be a Cylon. And then we know she's a Cylon. So like yeah. on what level is she yeah, understanding really or not understanding what's going on? Or if there's like, um, some kind of weird, connection to some kind of mainframe thing mm-hmm. oh yeah we talked about that last week yeah mm. and so it was yeah it was really well done um on on her part yeah yeah opening scene very grace um, park killing it yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she finds the bomb in her bag she deactivates it um but when she goes back to return it to the armory to kind of sneak it away she realizes that there's actually quite a lot more that are missing like mm. over half of that box um and obviously she freaks out yeah um and then that kind of cuts into the opening and we see the flash forward of her kind of like storming through Mm. looking real like sinister and yeah i thought that was a really strong opening yeah absolutely it definitely grabs you straight away um i want to bring this up here because um i wanted to bring it up in the miniseries and i completely forgot to mention it um, she comes out and she says, what time is it? And she's like, oh, it's like 5.45 in the mm-hmm. morning. Mm-hmm. How do they have a concept of time in space? Like yeah. this happened in the mini series as well. And she's like, oh, it won't happen until later this evening. And I'm like, how? What? There's yeah. no, what, where, how do it's you know It's dark the time? always do you guys all the time. agree upon something? Yeah. And just yeah. like, yeah, it really, um, yeah. does that ever get answered? Or is it just like taken as a given? That's so true, actually. That's mm. a really good point. I don't think it gets answered off the top of my head. Okay. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Um, because I feel... I feel like when you're on the Galactica, you're still kind of operating under this like day and night pretext. Mm. But yeah, obviously there isn't. It's just being in space. Yeah. Um, If the clocks go out, like you just never know. Particularly when you had a whole episode that was about like marking up the clock. Yeah, absolutely. It's (laughs) like, where is this? I mean, yeah, yeah, anyway, it's it's going to bug me for the rest. I'm sure there's online chat forums about this, which I can't access because spoilers. I'll, I'll take that. I'll look that up for you. Um, yeah, so she freaks out and then we have the flash forward opening. We're kind of like, well, what's going to happen? And then we go to Ty being kind of like a grumpy old man, um, not being able to find his spare tie. Mm-hmm. Has a little moment of considering his alcohol. Um, you know, I guess from this, we would read in that fairly enough, like fair enough. He's kind of like, well, this is my last bottle of grog in the universe. Yeah. So like, what am I going to do with it? Yeah, I think um, like that really starts off the episode with that whole idea of like everybody going through their own struggles. It mm. goes kind of straight from there to Adama and yeah. Apollo. And, yeah. and everyone's sort of, it's like bringing it back from that crazy fast paced episode to like, oh, these are people and these mm. are their real struggles. How will we live in this yeah. situation? Yeah. No, I, I liked that. I liked mm. the way you marked up his, um, I think it was whiskey. Definitely was whiskey. <laughs> uh, I've definitely found pictures of that online. I'm sure that at some point we're going to have to get whiskey. I'm a big whiskey drinker for everybody who doesn't We might need that. to get like a guest in yeah. to talk about the whiskey if, if, you know, this plot develops. Oh, yeah, definitely. We can get, I, I, we can get whiskey people in. That's, that's a great segue. Yep, your thing. I can relate whiskey to anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, as you said, actually, so yeah, we kind of see everyone in these mm. opening scenes dealing with the normality that they're now um in so you know for ty it's marking up his alcohol bottle and kind of being a bit of a doddering old person um apollo you know has a 
understandably um, a degree of PTSD from what happened with the bombing of the Olympic carrier mm. last week. And he kind of tries to confide in um, his dad. Um, and Adama does the like, you know, typical kind of old man, like military thing mm. where he's like, I didn't, I didn't read him as being like a dick, but he was just kind of like, you got to move on. Like, we can't think about it. We've just got to keep yeah, like, like history decide. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, which I thought was quite a believable scene for both their characters. Mm. Um, so they're all kind of dealing with, you know, the after effects of last last episode, but also, yeah, as you said, getting into the reality of this, like, lifestyle. Mm. Um, and then the president's going to come on board um, to make, like, a, a thank you. So she's coming on board to thank all of the crew for their efforts in the last, um, with the, um, the, like, 152 hours or whatever it was of, like, the jumps and yeah. having to manage all of the fleet um, in that kind of initial escape from Cylons. Mm. And she makes a comment, too, about her outfits. And she's yeah. like, I have three outfits for the rest of my life. Yeah. It's the same, like, yeah. back to the All these little the moments. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just say as an aside, I fucking hate the Billy plot. Like, I just hate Billy. He's <laughs> the, uh, do you watch Game of Thrones? Um, I have watched a couple of seasons. He is like the Podrick Payne of this show. People who watch Game of Thrones will get this, mm. which is like, he's like Tyrion Squire. He's oh, like yeah, this like yeah. teenage boy. And it's so funny because he's so naive, but isn't he cute? And then yeah. at some point it's like revealed that he has like a giant dick, you know, like yeah. that's literally a plot point. <laughs> and I'm, I'm pretty sure that this plot isn't going that way. Thank God. But uh, Billy, I just can't. I was yeah. like, that was five minutes too much of this show was wasted on him. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of agree with you. I don't really see the point of him. Um, I guess that I haven't really got to know him well enough to hate him yet, but um, we'll see how <laughs> but that I goes. Have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I forgot. He's just a really annoying character. And like his whole like, oh, I don't know how to talk to women. I was like, oh, come on. There's more interesting things we could have spent this like scene on. I feel like a lot of shows have those characters yeah. though. Yeah. Um, like the people who are supposed to just be that kind of like, I don't know, kind Every of comic man. release. Yeah. Cute, like, cute kind of like, well, like you know, to that silly. It's like, um, yeah. this is maybe going to be controversial, but like I hate Xander from Buffy and he's like one <laughs> of the main characters. Yeah. Um, but his whole thing is like, he's supposed to be just like the everyday guy. But yeah, he just, like, yeah, makes yeah. Ridiculous, like the like, audience substitute. Sexist remarks all the uh, time. And I'm just like, ah. No, lame. Now we've leave right now. All our, everyone who likes Xander is probably unsubscribed. But it's just like that person who's supposed to be the everyday is often just like lacking so much. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. No, totally. I have no time. My note for this that scene was like, I have no time for this bullshit. But, you know, <laughs> anyway, I was clearly not happy with Billy. Mm. Um, but yeah, it does give us that nice scene with the president, mm. who I do love, and so she comes on board the Galactica um, as yeah this kind of show of you know official visit and um when she is getting ready she says to billy like you know it's all kind of i don't love all of this frippery Mm. and he's kind of like oh but like you know you don't have to do it then and she's like no it's like what the military want and i want to be able to make Make a good impression yeah make them feel comfortable i think that's quite interesting because i um didn't just think of it till now but i think you know they have this whole thing about the people who seek power are often the ones who shouldn't have it and Mm. she's obviously been thrown into this position of president without that Mm. whole like want for that yeah you know over the top like that's so true worship and, and yeah. so it's funny that most presidents probably love that stuff yeah <laughs> and i think she said in the first episode mm. like i never um expected to stay in politics you yeah, know at and, all and she's a teacher she's probably the best person for it yeah mm. yeah yeah love her um yeah so she has this kind of official visit she thanks them and um 
you know, while she's on board the Galactica, it's the Galactica is refueling the water for one of the civilian ships. Um, and Adama is explaining that they um, supply a large amount of the fleet's water to these different ships. So, mm. you know, they have a bit of exposition about that. Um, anyway, yeah, after after they have that talk, like it's like, what, a minute later? Yeah, um, they're re- it's just so funny how it happened that he <laughs> just happened so, to be so explaining it to her so at that time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so the water ruptures, the tank explodes, and all the water just kind of, like, flies out and, you know, disappears into Mm. space, which I thought was a pretty good um, realisation of how that would look. Like, I don't know how water would look dissolving in space, but it looked relatively cool. Yeah. And they kind of, I think they've said, I think Adama says, like, just before the water, you know, goes, Mm. that they supply um, 60% of the fleet's water reserves. Yeah. So. Yeah, because the other ships aren't built to be for long journeys. Yeah. Mm. I always wondered about fuel, like, is that going to address at some point? Because they don't seem to talk as much about fuel. I mean, not yet. It's the second episode. I need to wait for these things. (laughs) I think it is interesting that, like, the, um, the second episode, we're already dealing with, like, Granted, this was, like, a drama in the sense mm. that, like, the water didn't just, like, run out. It exploded. Yeah. But it's, like, this is, like, the day-to-day stuff, to mm. your point again, of, like, running um, a civilization. Yeah. Like, do, can, do you space. have water? Yeah. And at one, <laughs> yeah, at one point, Bolter does these, like, you know, his crazy math. Yeah. Where he's, like, oh, that would only last us, like, two weeks for that amount of, like, they have all those, like, the KPs. I think six days, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And they're just, like, um, they can't, they can't believe how quickly they would run through everything. Mm. But it's, like... It takes a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And you're using it for everything. So, yeah, that was um, that's kind of the big, big moment mm-hmm. of the episode. Um, so while that's happening, um, Boomer confides in Tyrrell um, and we see kind of, we see Boomer go, oh, Tyrrell, I need to talk to you or Chief, mm. talk to you, blah, blah, blah. And like Callie gives them that look, which is like exactly the same as what Tyrrell gave Apollo and Starbuck mm. the episode prior, which I loved, which mm. was like. Obviously, these are, like, the worst-kept secrets of, yeah. like, people sleeping with each other. Yeah. And, yeah, so people obviously know about Boomer and Tyrrell. Mm. Um, and I want to bring that up because I want to talk about this later when we talk about Occupy Caprica plot. Mm. Um, but anyway, so she confides in Tyrrell. She's pretty, like, upset and mm. wound up. I think Grace Park did a really good job in the scene of showing how frazzled her state of mind is. Um, and then, you know, Tyrrell is kind of, like, I think you're being set up, you're panicking, like, you know, she's saying everyone's going to think I'm a Cylon, which, again, is interesting, like, how quickly that rumour spread mm. about how Cylons can take human form. If I mean, there were, it's like, interesting because n- you think no about it, knew. really, if the Cylons were clever, they would spread that rumour. Yeah. They want to create, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. unrest in the in the mm-hmm. black. It makes me, so this part of it makes me think that she must not, um, she must not realise, because it it doesn't seem like it's necessary to confide in him unless it's like to test his mm. dedication to her. Mm, mm-hmm. But like, aside from that, there's no real reason why she would tell anybody mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so that to me makes me think that she doesn't know. And that, point. yeah. Yeah. And I think she would have to be like a really good actor, which mm. we haven't seen set up in her character so far to be like, you know, that anxious and that wound up because he's the one being like calm down like someone's obviously setting you up we'll like get to the bottom of this and she's like really like no like people are going to think this and people are going to think yeah that. and when she's in private at the beginning as well she's mm. quite worked up yeah and you yeah. wouldn't there's no one she's acting for in this instance so. no that's very true mm. um yeah so they have that moment and she you know he kind of um 
reassures her mm. and so then when his team um go to look at the tank that's been you know that's exploded um and boomer's kind of shining the light down from her raptor um they have this moment again where he, she's kind of like can you see anything and he's like nope it's all fine and it's kind of you know yeah he kind of catches himself and and then yeah. just adds a little bit on the end like everybody's okay or something like that yeah 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 um but like they're obviously having a a moment. A moment. Yeah. yeah. And then again, Callie ruins it by being like, hey, I found this thing. It looks burnt. Do you think this was an explosion? And Daryl's like, uh. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> not at all. Of course not. <laughs> Um, so yeah, they're basically while Tyrrell and his team are gathering all of the um, the intel on the the tank, um, we get kind of our first look at how the government functions mm. because you have like um, the president Adama, Apollo, Ty, and Bolter have kind of this emergency meeting about the water, um, and they're trying to work out. You know, they have that moment where they realize how little water they actually have without the Galactica and its um, you know re reusing of water, um, and they have um, I think yeah Lieutenant Gator reports on the damage. And I thought this was a really interesting scene because he's kind of saying like, oh, you know, these are all the stats, blah, blah, blah. Here's the download. And the president's just like, what do you think happened? Mm. And he's like, oh, we don't we don't comment. We only comment on like we don't speculate, I think he says. Mm. And then she's like pushing him on it. And Adama's like, we don't like he kind of pushes back on her. Yeah. And she keeps pushing in her own way. And then Adama kind of relents and is like, tell the president what you think. Yeah. And Gator says that he actually thinks that the... um the tank was just damaged from so many jumps and from kind of being old and in disrepair anyway, which we know is wrong, mm. but it's, um, I thought it was just interesting in that scene, how the president kind of asked him if he has any theories, which again, is like her way of leading is to consult and yep. to collaborate and yep. to ask other people for their opinion. Yeah, Whereas absolutely. like Adama and Ty represent a very military way of doing, um, of leading, which is to like, you know, delegate to have order to not, speculate to mm. only work on fact and you know this this kind of two ways of doing things was to me one of the main themes yeah absolutely. throughout the series so far yeah um it's uh really interesting to watch how they work differently um and you know to she is really good at what she does in her way and sort of their thing being like oh she's an educator she probably sees mm. this as a learning experience. oh yeah ty has that like really dicky conversation yeah, yeah. and um, and she's like you know i've done this thing because that's going to put them in a position of comfort and she's mm. like she's so aware of the way that they view her um mm-hmm. but she does do that kind of gentle pushing mm-hmm. uh which i think and she's also the only woman in the room mm-hmm. which i think is a very like i mean we all know how well <laughs> you and yeah. i know how that works yeah um it is a very like uh, a good tactic um, when you're coming from that kind of place so mm-hmm. yeah it's interesting to see how it all works I think we do see this idea that she has a potential ally in Adama mm. because you know Ty has that like moment where he's like a real dick mm. and he's like oh now you want me to speculate kind of thing when yeah. the president's asking him a question and Adama kind of pulls him into line you yeah. know um, and I think with that scene and then the scene we have that directly follows with the oh. president and um adama where they kind of have this nice chat about books and oh, politics i love that yeah i love that it's a gift you never lend books it's so I true just, though when it, do you yeah. ever get books back that you uh, lend people you know, occasionally <laughs> i do but yeah. often more often there are some books that i bought like several times over mm-hmm. and then loan them out again mm-hmm. um no it's true and i think it's a really nice a really nice line yeah it is and it says a lot about i think his his persona because of his role Mm. and his actual personality 
Yeah. You know, because his persona is like very much like he's a military man. He's a leader. He has to make tough decisions. Like he's not necessarily liked, but he's very respected. Mm. Um, but I think we see him, he and the president are kind of developing this allyship yeah. to each other because they are understanding more about how each other work. But he also, he also, I think, talks to her about um, the the role of the military and the role of the state. Mm-hmm. Um and they have that yeah, nice they conversation have discussion about around the military police. fights mm-hmm. the enemy, the state, the police protect the people. Mm-hmm. And it's important to have that, otherwise the military end up fighting the people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought that, that was a really like lovely little like you know a recognition of her importance as the kind of state leader mm-hmm. um, and the importance of them both in this kind of fight, mm-hmm. as much as they might disagree at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. Mm. Um, while there was the government meeting, so to speak, we also have like pretty much our only scene with Bolter or one of our only scenes with Bolter this week, which was kind of fine by Mm. me. Um, So he just has a bit of a hallucination because, you know, he's being asked a question and he doesn't know the answer. Um, And he hallucinates that he's back on Caprica with um, Six. Mm. Um, And, you know, he's... She, they kind of have a discussion about lying and she's like, you know, who is the first person you ever lied mm. to? And he gives like a very bolter response. Yeah. <laughs> first woman, she says. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, good one. Yeah. First woman you lied to. And then, oh, did you sleep with her? Oh, I think many years later we did. Mm. But this whole thing about the, the every woman has her feminine charm. Oh, so gross. Mm. And I, I love when she throws it back in his face like a minute later when he's like, so basically, you know, he makes up all this shit when he's put on the spot, mm. as we've seen him do pretty much at every turn. Yeah. Because the Dharma's like, how's that Cylon detector going? And he's like, what? Oh, I need uh, the hydrochloroquine. Uh, like, yeah, he just says a really long word. <laughs> and I wanted to look it up and see if it's a thing that even yeah, exists. I yeah. don't know if we should have done that. He, just, um, yeah, he totally rain mans it. Yeah. And then, like, Adama's just like, okay, fine. Well, it sounds like you need a helper. So, yeah, here, have let's a helper. Give you a helper. And, and I love like, them. Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, yeah. he gets away with it again. But I love that, um, I love that then, you know, Six is kind of like, maybe you can learn her special beauty. Like, it was such a snarky well, thing. I mean, if we're going to talk about that, maybe we should talk about Starbuck and, um, Bolter yeah, later. Because I yeah. think you might have found her feminine. I hated that scene. It's really it's so weird. weird. It was really, really weird. But very, like, charged. Yeah. And this just makes me feel like Starbuck has chemistry with everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like she's, like, one of those women that, like, men are like, oh, she's problematic, but I can't resist. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? <laughs> I love like, it. when she's she just like blows the, um, smoke in his face, he's like, Ugh. Like the Han Solo. She's yes. so the Han yeah, Solo. Yeah, she is. She's definitely the Han Solo yeah, of this, um, this plot. Yeah. Or this um, series. But... Yeah, that was a really weird scene. So basically mm. right after that, um, Bolter's like, oh, how quickly can I get rid of my new assistant? Yeah. Which is really sad because Gator was being really cute when he was like, I'm so excited. I studied to your point last week. Yeah. And we were like, aren't there people who are qualified in all these things? Yeah. He kind of says that he is qualified in all this other stuff, but mm. he just hasn't had the opportunity to you know, use it yet. And Bolter's just like, oh, is that a gambling room? Oh, I'll just <laughs> like, go along. I'll follow you up, you know? Um, and has that bullshit about his coat and then they play a game of, you know, the, the card gambling thing. Mm. Um, yeah, I found that scene really weird. I didn't know what we were supposed to take from it. Yeah, I didn't know either. And then I'm like, are they starting a thing between mm. Starbuck and Bolter? Like, mm. or are they just going to have a... Like, I don't know. It was... Yeah, I think he was just avoiding... I think we were yeah. just supposed to take that he was avoiding it. It was kind of nice to see that they're, like, still... You know, doing drinking fun and gambling. Stuff. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. they're still having fun. Like it, I think that sometimes, and like I think this comment was made about 
One of my friends we were talking once about Harry Potter and there was a scene they included in the movies which was them just playing with like those candies that make them make mm. animal sounds mm. and it wasn't in the book and my friend mentioned that she thought it was so lovely that they did it because they never really um, they never really showed them just having fun and being mm. kids mm-hmm. I think maybe this is one of those scenes where it's like maybe a little bit pointless but it's sort of nice to see them just like having a good time on the ship and like yeah. how they pass their time like yeah. they're just playing cards and it's also nice to see Starbuck lose after the yeah. Um, yeah. smugness of the <laughs> the previous the edition previous, yeah mm. Yes. No, that was um yeah, you're right. I think mm. I think and again like um at the end of that scene Bolter says like you know he gives her like the pity joint and mm. he's like it's one of the it's the last in the universe or whatever and it's that thing again of being like this is the end of the world yeah, so to speak and it's is already a really you know the overriding theme. Yeah, yeah. The war was already, you know, the war's over, we mm. lost. Now we've got to get on with it. Yeah. That's where we're at in mm. this episode. Um yeah, so after that we had seen um, we have some scene with some scenes with Boomer, and I think this is like my favorite scene of the episode. I thought it was really well done, um, where she's scouting for planets that have water on them um, as part of the search party. Yeah, with Crashdown, who's got the stupidest call sign. Like yeah. that's just crap. Um, but it was a really interesting scene um, because she is they they kind of run the um, the check, and we see that there's water. It's mm. water positive. But she's looking at it and is like, oh, it's, um, there's no, it's negative. It's negative. Yeah. And at first, when I first saw this, I was kind of like, oh, maybe, maybe it's one of those things like, you know, in medicine where it's like positive means negative. Yeah. I was like, maybe that's just what it is, you know, like <laughs> maybe I don't know anything about these things. Yeah. Like maybe that's what it is. And then they run the test again mm. and she's got like, you can see like b- behind her kind of face almost like you can see this kind of thought these thoughts going and her like internally the acting's amazing struggling with something and she's like no run it again run the test again and they run the test again and she's kind of struggling with her internal feelings again and then she's like she kind of like really blurts it out like she's like that there's water it's but she says she can't say it positive yeah she's like i can't say say it she's like looking at the screen and she's like i can't say it um, which I just thought, and it reminded me um, of something, and now I should have written it down. Um, but uh, it was that thing where she's looking at it, and and obviously in her mind she's either not seeing it, or she's seeing it and she just can't. She's say like programmed it. not to see it, but she's seeing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was so well done. Very well done. Mm. And then the hand kind of reaching for the button. Yeah, as well. yeah, because there's the other bomb there, mm. so we see there's a reveal that yeah, the the remaining bomb that hadn't been found is in her ship, and she's kind of fighting the impulse to blow up the ship, which mm. definitely makes you think that there's been like Cylon interference with like this idea of finding water. Yeah, you know. Do yeah. you, did you draw much more into um, her role in all of the kind of water stuff from that? or um, I think, and we haven't talked about what's happening in Caprica yet, mm-hmm. but I think that um, it was interesting, like, thinking about that story plot because I'm like, she seems to want to go back to the ship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, how is she going to do that? Because obviously there is another boomer there and that will be suspicious. Mm-hmm. And it made me wonder if maybe this was like all some big like elaborate plan mm. of like um, them like, I don't know, blowing up and then, oh my gosh, I'm back and I'm alive actually. And mm-hmm. I was somehow on Caprica and whatever. And mm-hmm. um, so that was sort of my main thinking around that. But yeah, obviously she had been programmed or i don't know mm. i mean i don't ha- I know how cylons work yet but <laughs> obviously there was a plan in action for her to 
um, activate something. Yeah. Mm. And, and I mean, it's just funny that there were a few people scouting, right? Mm-hmm. So it's funny that she's mm-hmm. the one who happened to find it, especially when they said it's like finding, what did they say it was? Not a needle in a haystack. It was like, it was like a, a salt in a, um, oh, on yeah. the sandy beach. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, seeing as, as how rare it is, it's funny that she's the one who found it. And I wonder mm-hmm. if that was like a coincidence mm-hmm. or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you're... Um, yeah, I'm just interested to hear what you think because, yeah, I for me, this is the first episode where we really start to get into um, the Cylons in our midst plotline. Mm. You know, I think at one point Adama um, says to everyone in the presidential meeting, he's like, there's at least one Cylon aboard the Galactica yeah. when they hear about the bombs because Tyrrell has to tell them that, you know, there were bombs that went missing and that's what blew up the water. Yeah. Um, and so he's on to the fact that there is someone there. Um, we know that she's a Cylon, mm. so we know that, like, she could very well be behind this, but then we're also like, there are mini copies. Like, yeah. who else is, like, waiting in the wings? So, yeah, it. Um, I feel like we're starting to move towards now this... On, on one level, you've got the plot of, like, how do you yeah how do you manage a civilization through, like, post-civilization? Mm. And then you've got another plot that's, like, you know, who are the Cylons? What's their game? How are they trying to, um, you know, sabotage us? Yeah, and I'm quite caught up in how it works. Mm-hmm. Like, how their sense of consciousness works. Yeah. Like, mm. um, that's, I mean, obviously something that is really hard to um figure out at this very early stage Mm -hmm. um but yeah i'm looking forward to seeing how that goes Mm -hmm. yeah Mm. yeah absolutely no i um you yeah it pays off like things pay off things (laughs) it it goes well it's so frustrating i want to binge watch it i know i have to be like the smug expert i know it's the worst you're like what do you think about this (laughs) (laughs) asking for a friend um (laughs) well anyway after her kind of uh overcoming that um Mm. you know struggle boomer is able to call in and then she's the hero and she's the hero and i love how kind of shook she is like mm. girl is like shook to her core yeah and they get back to the hangar and everyone's like woo booba amazing and she's just like to tear all like kina's like checking my in my um near my seat you know yeah. she has like lingo for it and he's like oh callie do that and she's like no you do you, it you yeah do that um and she's really making him complicit in mm. all of this which he willingly does and mm. arguably i would say he is more willing than her because he keeps being like she's like worried and anxious and he's mm. just like it's fine blah blah um but he's definitely he complicit yeah now of course he couldn't do this because i we have sex together yeah. and that's not a thing you're, you could do you're a good person yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah then we see the final shot of her is like her walking down the corridor and which then is weird. she looks guilty as fuck yeah she looks so guilty it's like at that point she's just like strutting and i'm like oh oh did something change and that right was what now? they used in the flash forward because yeah. when i rewatched it i looked at that and I, when i was watching it the first time i was like oh boomer's gonna get activated yeah and then when i watched it the second time i was like that's really weird that's like the last scene so mm. it's just cliffhangery yeah that's the thing that i'm waiting for mm-hmm. you know she definitely doesn't look like on her face the way that she looks no, for the rest of No, she looks this. like a completely different person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, final scene we have on the Galactica, or it's actually on the um, Colonial One. Um, the president invites Apollo to have a meeting and mm. she kind of um, has a nice little heart-to-heart with him where they both acknowledge how hard it is to take responsibility for military decisions and particularly with the Olympic carrier. Um, she kind of says to him, you know, we are responsible, but we made the right decision. Yeah. Um, 
but she doesn't necessarily like let him off the hook to just be like you did like it, they were terrible people or anything she's mm. more like this is what we're going to have to deal with if we're going to move forward yeah um, a completely and different approach from Adama at the totally I thought it was really yeah. nice how they started with that and ended with that and I it's agree completely different and yeah. I like that Apollo parrots his dad in mm. that scene. Like at the beginning, he's like, mm, I don't know. And then at the end, he's kind of like playing that military role. And yeah. he's kind of like, no, it's just what we've got to move on. And she, and the president's like, you know, she shares the story with him. She calls for him to remember without guilt. Mm. Um, and she just shows again her different leadership style. Yeah. Um, and that she, you know, invites people in um, to, to lead with her. Um, I, we forgot to mention, or I forgot to mention that earlier in the episode, Apollo gives her a little bit of intel about the kind oh, of yeah. pomp and circumstance of yeah. the, um, you know, proceedings on the um, ship. And he's like, oh, like, you know, Adama actually hates all of this stuff and mm. he's doing it for you as a yeah. gesture. And she kind of says, look, you know, thanks so much for that. Um, I really need a military advisor. And I love when yeah. he's like, well, my dad's like the superior one, so he should be. And she's like, no, I needed an advisor on the military because yeah. I don't know what like CAG means, for instance. Yeah. And I love that because I find so often we have kind of built the society around that military idea of you have to know everything. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just think it's so ridiculous. And I love her coming to him and being like, I am a leader and I'm mm-hmm. in charge and what I'm doing as a leader is I'm going to draw on your expertise. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's what the best leaders do. Yeah. So I loved yeah. that at the end. It's just like, um, and that her, her his first assignment was to tell his dad that that's what yeah. he was doing. I know. Um, which is really cheeky. <laughs> She's and not like totally just, you know, yeah. lovely and selfless. She's no. still like a politician. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I loved that scene and I thought it was a nice way to kind of round out the episode mm. um, and, and those characters and how they fit together. Yeah. Um, shall we talk about Caprica? Yeah, we should definitely use a few scenes there. So. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, still shit. Mm. Still having a, a shit time on Caprica. Radiation yep. going strong. There's um, old school, you know, they call them toaster Cylons yeah. um, everywhere. In fact, that they've um, overtaken Boomer's ship, which to me was like, duh. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, what else are the Cylons doing? They're killing people and, like, you know, yeah. going around looking for stuff. Like, why wouldn't they have found the ship if it came like from the sky when nothing else is coming back? Mm. Um, but anyway, they find that the ship's been overtaken and then they're kind of like are just chilling and eating soup and being a bit miserable. They have like that awkward chat about their feelings. Mm. Um, do you get the impression? Like, did you, what did you take from that conversation? Yeah. Um, so I'm just like, uh, I'm so frustrated. I just want to know all the things already. <laughs> um, the idea of like what they're like, they obviously have really strong feelings about people. And so they've obviously like the Cylons I'm talking about. And so um, it was really interesting to me to see that because obviously that, and it's like, it's hard to tell if Boomer knows that she's not the Boomer that mm. was before. Um, they obviously have really strong feelings for different humans um, it seems to me like Boomer cares more about Hilo than Tyrrell. That's my take on it anyway, from her behavior with both of them. Um, and I just don't, like, if Boomer is aware of the other Boomer, like, I don't know what the game plan is mm. because, like, she seemed to really want to get back up to the ship. And so to me, that's really confusing because it's just mm. going to throw everything into chaos. So mm-hmm. um, obviously... You know, it would be quite hard for her to explain that she'd been on Caprica when the other 
boomer mm. has been there mm. so mm. um yeah it just raised more questions for me than mm-hmm. it answered anything well i think it's interesting in parallel with that earlier scene with callie where mm. she kind of gives them the eye roll like tyrell and um, yeah. boomer so we should probably say like caprica boomer mm. and like um galactica boomer yeah. maybe let's do that yeah so there's like galactica boomer who is continuing her original or pre pre tv show we assume Mm. um relationship with tyrell and everyone seems to kind of know Mm. um and then there's uh, caprica boomer who appeared from kind of nowhere um and then is like yeah i i found this scene really interesting because uh, i think that if everyone knew that Tyrrell and Boomer had a thing, then Hilo would know mm. from his, historically, like being her um, second officer or whatever, um, that they have had like, you know, a thing going. Um, and I just thought there was like this moment there where Hilo is kind of like, oh, is there like any reason that you came back? Like, could mm. there be more than like responsibility? And she was kind of like, oh, I don't know, maybe. Let's um, just say that I... Didn't yeah, like didn't flying alone. Leave. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Didn't want to leave or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think that it's interesting to your point. Like, if there's more than you know, there mm. are many copies. Like, do the different copies have different um memories, or do they have the same memories but they infer different things because they've now? It's like um, it's like you know the butterfly or whatever. Yeah, yeah. sliding doors. <laughs> like you know, I took this route, but I could have taken that. Like, and then look at the different person that I am. Yeah, actually, I'll be the same person. It just take longer. Yeah, so I think it'll be really interesting to see mm. where that develops because from what I kind of inferred from having those two scenes was mm. that like we now know as the audience that Tyrrell and Boomer have had a relatively you know consistent relationship or friends with benefits thing going for a while Mm. and it kind of felt like Hilo knows that Mm. um because you know he has been around before everything happened um and he was kind of interested as to why Boomer would come back for Mm. him if if there's not you know oh but why yeah but why (laughs) well for the record I ship Hilo and Boomer so (laughs) although I probably shouldn't ship anybody with a Cylon but if we're choosing, if we're choosing, I ship, I ship them. So. Boomer's definitely like my favorite Cylon, though. Mm. Um, oh yeah, and at the end they pick up a signal from a colonial channel, and mm. they're like, "Oh my god!" Like There's and, someone yeah, here. Yeah, I thought that was really cute. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, cool. Well, that's a really good um, segue, actually, because one of the um, one of the themes that I sort of found in this episode mm. was um, around like love and trust and what you'll do for the people that you love, mm-hmm. um, which is a bit of a random theme, but it is mostly around both the boomers and um, and Tyrrell and, and Hilo and also around Adama and Apollo and his like wanting to take responsibility for what Apollo did. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think at the beginning when he's talking about, you know, feeling guilty about blowing up the ship, mm-hmm. Adama's first reaction is to sort of say, oh no, but that was my decision and mm-hmm. you just followed orders. Um, so I thought those are really, um, and I don't know, maybe you didn't see this, but I thought it was quite an overarching theme. You've got mm-hmm. like these several different stories of people who um, are doing things for love um, and sort of testing trust, I guess, in the case of Boomer and Tyrrell. It's like he um, uh, he's obviously willing to do quite a lot for her and that relationship, despite the fact that, you know, they know that there might be Cylons on board or there's a mm-hmm. rumor, if mm-hmm. you will. Um, he still seems like he's willing to, yeah, be complicit, as you said, in that whole thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did you find that? Did you mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. that theme? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think, um, I think 
there's different like there's like yeah the obligations or the um love that you feel for family Mm. and how you treat them and then like how you make your own family like all the crew members are kind of you know we see like with boomer's reception at the end when she's like um solved the water problem everyone's kind of like oh amazing you know Mm. that camaraderie and then even like from the president that kind of tenderness that she shows to apollo yeah um yeah there's that the kind of tendrils of like these relationships forming Mm, and people looking out for each other yeah um and i think that it's always really um interesting when shows go into that because um you know, I think people's morals get a little bit bent mm-hmm. um, when mm-hmm. it comes to love and trust. So, um, yeah, I just thought that was a really interesting theme. Um, the other one that I thought was really um, overarching of the episode was responsibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess, um, uh, as you said before, um, uh, oh, no, I've lost that. <laughs> Sorry. It was I it? It's had gone. a lot of partying on the weekend for my show. I'm, I'm struggling through these beers. You're as confused as Boomer at the beginning of this episode. Yes, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Um, but uh, no, definitely the responsibility, um, I mean, is definitely the the mm. main, mm-hmm. I guess, theme. Um, so and I think leadership. Yeah, like, leadership and responsibility. Lead That's the other word that I was looking hey. for. Hey. Um, so obviously, you know, what's Boomer's responsibility, or Galactica Boomer's responsibility in all of this? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, who's responsible for um, blowing up the ship? Mm-hmm. Um, I think even the stuff with Bolter talking mm-hmm. about lying and deception with women and mm-hmm. that kind of like, what's the responsibility there? Um, uh, sort of, uh, and I think that there's a line where Six says to him, um, humanity's survival lays in your hands now. Mm. Um so, like, if only you had a real Cylon detector, because obviously in the first episode yeah, it wasn't said, a proper Cylon yeah, detector. Yeah. Um, but then also, yeah, the responsibility and leadership and how that works together. So Adama's sort of approach of let history decide, move mm, forward, and mm. President Rosen's approach of I've got this in my pocket because I don't have a desk drawer, mm-hmm. um, and she's got the piece of paper with Olympic carrier. Mm-hmm. And so that responsibility to remember mm-hmm. um, and to learn and to grow, even if you can't publicly admit it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was probably the, the main one um, that I thought. Um, and then obviously scarcity, which mm. I think is just brought up so many times in the episode. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, the water scarcity, the clothes scarcity, um, the anti-radiation meds mm-hmm. on Caprica. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's a comment made by Hilo, mm-hmm. like, which Puma doesn't need them, but she yeah, doesn't no. know that. Um, <laughs> which is, you know, don't, don't, you know, be careful with the needle. We don't mm. have many left. So everything's sort of down to like, you know, this is a last cigar. Mm-hmm. This is a, this is the last bit of alcohol at the start. So I think they, to me, they were the main themes. Mm-hmm. Um, you see any more themes in there that I haven't mentioned? No, I think you're right. I definitely think the scarcity thing is um, that, that's kind of like uh, you know an ongoing current mm. um i think even continued like in last episode it was about the scarcity of time it was yeah. like not having enough time and sleep to get things done um or to get ahead you know um and the responsibility as well like we're seeing that play out again in this episode and the idea of you know how how do you lead others how do you make the right decisions around leading others and how do you shoulder that responsibility as a person mm. um yeah, in this post-civilization, civilization. Um, yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, I think you. I think all those themes are good <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> for a rookie. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I mean that's that's my yeah beginner's perspective. It's getting increasingly frustrating um, because I love going on. You know, 
the Facebook groups and the forums <laughs> and like I do it for Buffy all the time and I was like oh why do you always put spoiler alerts and now I'm like oh I see no, why I totally get it okay cool I'm not gonna go on any of these groups of Battlestar Galactica I've managed to not be spoiled about anything yet that is amazing I like, feel if like you I'm make sort it to like the boomer. end of season yeah. one without getting any spoilers that's amazing. I think that we'll need to have um, some extra beers. I think it'll be like tequila beats and yeah, Battlestar Galactica that and Battle week. Tequila beats and Battlestar Galactica. It's actually kind of funny. I feel like I've become a bit like Boomer in uh-huh. that um, in that scene where she can't see the screen. It's like it's like my brain has a little a thing in it. It's like oh, that looks like it's going to be spoilers, and I like immediately exit the page. Mm. Um, so I've gotten really good at that. So anybody who is tweeting at us or Instagramming at us, yeah, or no whatever, spoilers. Please don't put spoilers. Don't be a dick. I don't know what's happening, and I'm managing the social media, which is maybe. Not let her be a sleeper choice. agent. Yeah, let me be a sleeper. I don't want to know. I don't want to know about it. Um, it's like the one time in your life you're not woke. Yeah, exactly. Not woke. I don't want to be woke about be woke. BSG. I just want no nah. spoilers. So, nah. um, yeah. But it sucks, you know, so many Battlestar Galactica podcasts I want to listen to. So I'm looking forward to the we'll end. I'm going to binge you all. Yeah, yeah. we're going to get there. Yeah. In the meantime, should we wrap up? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I think last week you told me that I need to prepare predictions yes and um, i have our counts for the week. oh and you have the counts well i myself with predictions um i uh didn't know it's so hard so early in the show <laughs> to know how they run um so i made very lame predictions so i said we will see boomer as a non-sleeper agent so mm-hmm. like actually knowing who she is on the mm-hmm. ship mm-hmm. um galactica boomer sorry mm-hmm. we used to saying that um so fully aware of who she is and sort of actively manipulating Uh um uh and that will cause a lot of heartache for Tyrrell like if Uh he kind of works out what's going on um and then uh I also thought it would be interesting to see the arc between Bolter and Gator um but also see if anything happens between Bolter and Starbuck Uh or if it's just like a flirtation (laughs) Um, <laughs> for the record no one, I just yeah, shut it yeah like visibly <laughs> shut it for those of you who can't see so they're my really lame and small predictions mm-hmm. so I'm just gonna let that um, let that lie so those are your season one predictions so we're gonna check no, in on those well they're my predictions from this episode mm. for next, for next episode. episode all right well, so we're gonna check season in on those. one slash next episode because i mean <laughs> okay interesting Fair to enough. see the arc yeah. is like it you could know, be we, a they while. Could carry over yeah yeah i mean i'm just saying no. these are the only things that i thought and i'm just gonna it's gonna take you a while to have really meaty predictions mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. hey you've got some you know you've got some predictions, predictions? now yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i tried i tried yeah. awesome um I'm on frack count, mm-hmm. which was only one. Mm. It was Boomer. Um, I know. So, so, so little frack. So it little was frack a... to give this episode. No fracks. <laughs> no, don't want no fracks. Don't want no fracks. Um, and Cylon count three, which was the two Boomers, Galactica Boomer and Caprica Boomer, and plus six, Caprica yeah. six. So mm. I think we call it Caprica six because she was originally the one, like she was the one on Caprica. The one who may or may not be in his in brain. His, yeah. Yeah, because there are other sixes that we saw at the anchorage. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, cool. So, so Caprica, three, Caprica Boomer, Galactica Boomer. Yeah, yeah, three that we know of at this stage. But of we the know show. there are many copies. There are many copies. We <laughs> yes. know that it was very, very, you know, dramatically announced at the yes, beginning. Exactly. Mm. Um, well, until next week, have yeah. a fracking good one. Um, you can find us on iTunes. Please leave us a review or a rating Only if you a good feel one, nice. Though. Only a good one. <laughs> well, you know, it, don't, it, don't be negative. Don't take the time out. Yeah, it, it, any will do, but 
but please be good. Be nice when you <laughs> we're sleeper agents. We don't know. We don't um, know. Yeah. Have a good one, guys. We'll see you in a week. Catch you later. Bye.